Hey there, you're listening to the How To School for Health Coaches. I'm Julia Sarver, and I created this podcast for health coaches who know they want more. Listen, I've been where you are, excited about building something special, but not sure how to actually make it happen. That's what this podcast is all about, showing you the step-by-step process for launching and growing your thriving coaching practice. It's time to tap into your potential. Let's get into the episode. Hey there, it's Julia, and I want to thank you for tuning into this episode, which is a re-release of one of the most popular episodes I have ever done of the How To School for Health Coaches. In this episode, I break down three essentials that you must include in your coaching program. And these essentials are going to make it so that the programs you offer are more successful for you as a coach and for your clients, which of course is a total win-win. Before I start the episode, I just wanted to let you know that I will be teaching a live training the first week of January to teach you how to go from passion to profit, and I'll be sharing the five keys to building a thriving coaching practice from scratch. This training is going to show you what it really takes to build a profitable health coaching practice. It's going to share the biggest reasons health coach businesses fail and what to do instead, and how you can finally turn your expensive of hobby into a profitable business. So I hope you'll be able to join me. You can register for that training at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash passion. I'll be putting that link into the show notes as well. But again, the link is theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash passion. And that training is happening on Wednesday, January 3rd, at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be a great way to kick off the new year to make sure you're on track. If you can't join us live, then go ahead and register anyway, and I'll send you the replay. But I do hope you'll be able to join us. So without further ado, let me go ahead and let you listen to this uh, re-release of this episode on the three essentials to include in your health coaching programs. Happy listening. Hey there, and welcome back to the How To School for Health Coaches podcast. And I'm excited to be here today because I want to talk about something that I think can be really confusing for a lot of health coaches. And that's the question of what the heck am I supposed to put in my health coaching program? So when I graduated from nutrition school way back in 2009, we were given 12 health coaching session templates to work from. They were okay, but honestly, they weren't great. And sometimes I felt like I was talking about things that I didn't really know that much about or that my clients didn't really care about. So I can remember working with a client one time whose primary goal was to lose weight. And we were on session number eight, which was the one where my nutrition school wanted me to talk about Ayurveda. And so that's what I did. Even though I'm personally not that interested in Ayurveda, I don't know that much about it. And I can guarantee that my client definitely did not care about it. And this is so embarrassing to admit, but as I was going on and on about doshas, I could hear that my client was bored and distracted and just she wasn't paying attention anymore. And if I'm being honest, I really felt the same way. So I share this story because I know that for most coaches, one of our biggest fears is not actually helping our clients. And I will admit that during that specific session, I wasn't helping my client and I don't want you to go through that. So that's why today's episode 
is all about three things you must include in your coaching programs so that you don't end up boring your client like I did. So are you ready? Let's dig in. So the first essential thing in your coaching program that it needs to include is an in-depth intake session. So I am not talking at all about a health history or about a discovery session. I'm actually not a big fan of either of those. And I really don't like using health histories because I don't think they do a great job of getting you the information you need. And they also ask a lot of questions that aren't relevant, that aren't really any of my business. That's how I feel about that. Um, And I really think that what we need to be doing instead of wondering about our client's grandparents' health is we need to figure out what she really and truly wants and why she hasn't gotten that yet. So I want you to instead spend your first session with your client figuring that out. In that session, you are going to do a lot of listening. So your job in session number one after your client has signed up to work with you is to find out who they are, what they want, and why they don't have that thing yet. You can start by asking your client, tell me why you decided to work with me. Then listen, take good notes, and keep asking questions to find out things like what they've tried before, why it matters to them that they reach this goal, and why they think they haven't reached that goal yet. The really important thing here is to understand what's motivating your client. You want your client to feel seen and heard, and you also want them to know that you understand their dreams, their wants, and their goals. And this is really important because this first session is going to guide your entire coaching program with your client. Now, I'm not saying that you're going to change your coaching program every time you work with someone. But what I am saying is that you want to keep the goals that your client sets in this first session front and center in your work together. It's really important to stay connected to these goals, both for them and for you, so that you can stay on track and so that your client can get what they want out of their work with you. Okay, so first thing, super important, that first session, you're really digging into what does your client want, what have they tried, what, what will it get them once they get to this goal that they want? Like, how will that change their life? And why don't they have it yet? We want to get really clear on what they're trying to do and, and why, they, why it's not been successful so far. So the second thing I want you to make sure that you include in your coaching program is a mid-program check-in with your clients. So this is something that I schedule in the middle of our work together. So if we have 12 sessions, I will usually do this on session five or six. I actually mark a session to be used for this purpose. And the point of this session is to revisit your client's goals and to check in to see how they're feeling about their progress and whether their goals have maybe changed. It's amazing to me how often I will have clients come in to work with me for one goal and then we find that we've either met that goal already or that their goals have shifted. And I actually think this is something that's really powerful for a practitioner to do, for us to say to them, hey, here is where we are, here's the progress I've seen that you've made, and is this still what you want, right? If it is still what they want, then they get to recommit to that goal, which is an awesome thing to do. And then also, they might say, you know what, I thought that I really wanted that, and it turns out I want this other thing instead. And that's just a good way for us to be responsive as um, practitioner, uh, as practitioners. And in this industry, I think that's something that we can give that people don't 
um, get in a lot of other places because this is one of the things that is so great about coaching. We get to be really flexible in our work with our clients. And since we want our clients to love working with us and we want them to reach their goals, staying connected to their goal and their why is absolutely critical. Okay. The third thing that's an absolute essential for you and your coaching program is some kind of contract. So you want to have some kind of contract in place when you first start working with your clients. This is something you'll want to set up when they first say yes to working with you and also when they're making their first payment. So make sure that you you are getting the first payment and the contract back at the same time. And contracts are really important because they help us set up expectations and boundaries with our clients and they actually create an environment where our work together can be more successful. So you want your contract to address things like when are payments due and whether you offer refunds or not and what happens if your client misses an appointment. Contract also help us be more professional because they outline what our boundaries are. So if you've ever had a client who stops showing up or who asks for a refund, you'll be able to easily point to the contract and let her know what you are and what you aren't willing to do. And since they have signed the contract, you'll be able to stick to what's best for both of you instead of feeling like you have to give a refund that you don't want to give or feeling like you have to extend the time of a coaching program. Contracts really help set you up for success and they also help you treat your business professionally and they also help your client treat your relationship professionally. So I know that the idea of a contract can feel kind of overwhelming, but it's really just a way for you to protect yourself. And as I said before, it's also a great way to set up both you and your client for success. And and I always think about it. I had a mentor years ago say that um, it's it's a pound of I'm sorry, an ounce of preframe is worth a pound of reframe, an ounce of preframe is worth a pound of reframe. And the contract just helps you pre-frame what it's going to be like to work together. And if you have no idea how to write a contract, don't worry at all, because I'm going to list a great resource for you in our show notes. So I'm actually going to include two resources. So first, I'm including a client agreement that I personally used with my health coaching clients in the show notes. So you can get that at the Confident healthcoach.com slash zero five. This is a great way to get a head start on your contract. You're welcome to borrow what I've written and use it in your business. But I also want to be super clear that my client agreement was not written by an attorney. It was not reviewed by an attorney. So you may want to have something that has actually been reviewed or written by an attorney, which is why I also want to link you to my favorite resource for legal documents in your business. My friend Lisa is an attorney and a health coach, so she really gets the subtle nuances of our industry and how to language your contracts so that they are binding. So if you want a contract that you know is airtight and has been created by an attorney, then again, just go to the show notes. They are at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash zero five, and I'll give you a link there to her downloadable legal templates. So that's another resource for you. Okay, so I want to recap the three essentials that you need to have in your coaching programs. First, you need to do a really solid intake session so both you and your client understand your intentions in working together. So this is different from a health history, and it's what you'll do after a client signs up to work with you. 
The second essential is you really want to schedule a mid-program check-in session. Now, you don't have to tell people like, oh, okay, and in session six, we're going to go ahead and do a check-in. You can keep it you know, to yourself, you can keep it in your own notes, but it's a great way to make sure you're both on the same page. And and sometimes we might have a client who's like trying to make us happy or trying to guess what we want. And it's just a good way to say to them, no, remember, this is about you. Are you getting what you need? What else is happening in your life that, you know, maybe is a new thing after the last few weeks of working together? And I simply say something like, today is the midpoint of our work together. We've covered so many things and I am seeing so much success for you, but I also want to check in with how you're feeling about things. So does that sound okay? And that's just an easy way to say that to people. And then of course, reflect to them. Well, here are some of the wins I'm seeing. It's also super helpful, of course, because most of the time we're really focused on what isn't working yet. So it's a nice way to remind your client that, hey, actually some things have shifted and they are, they are making some change in their lives. Okay, and so then the third essential that your coaching program must include is some kind of a contract. You really want to have some kind of a contract in place because it sets you and your client up for success. It helps set up expectations for your work together. And if you're um, listening and thinking, okay, that sounds great. I'm on board with all three of these things, but where am I supposed to be finding these clients? Well, don't worry, I've got you covered. I actually created a free guide for all of you on 21 ways to find health coaching clients. So you can find that at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 21 ideas. This guide is packed with ideas that actually work, ideas that I've used in the past and continue to use, and that my clients are using on the regular to find and sign clients. So go grab your copy of 21 ways to find health coaching clients at theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 21 ideas. And don't forget, head on over to the show notes to grab the other resources I mentioned earlier. You can go to theconfidenthealthcoach.com slash 05 to get my sample client agreement and the links for those legal templates as well. And I want to say thanks again for listening. I'm so grateful for your time. If you liked what you heard today, I would love to know um, if this was helpful, if you are enjoying this podcast. So please follow, rate, and review um, this episode and this podcast over on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever podcast player you're using today. Again, thanks so much, and I will see you all again next week.